0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the
1: official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it, deep to left field and it's a gutter. Welcome
2: to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And a driving jam time! The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Connect pattern caught touchdown! Kansas City. Now sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, King MoX.
3: Nah, BK, I'm good with the thunderstorms. You can uh, you can disregard. Uh, please please don't. Uh, don't bring any thunderstorms our way. I know it's not your doing. Yeah, nothing uh, do with that. No, no it's in the <laughs> forecast. You have nothing to do with it. I understand. Uh, I just feel bad for everybody that's lost power oh, and lost trees and yeah. um, We've had tragedy uh, happen in the oh. area. I'm just so sorry to hear it. Yeah. And you know, it's just thunderstorms in the Midwest, man. Yeah, you know,
4: and everything's so drenched right now. Yeah, that story that poor girl in the car there at uh, Air Flight. Yeah, and being dragged into that that tunnel. And it was, what, two miles away? Yeah. Oh, my God, just horrible. So yeah. thoughts and
3: prayers to, the, to that family and
4: everybody involved in the rescue and everything else. Just horrible. I'm sorry
3: to hear that. Uh, we are keeping an eye on Wimbledon. We have Cardinals manager Mike Schiltz. We have a lot of golf to discuss, a very strong rumbling about a PGA Tour stop coming to St. Louis in 2026. And we'll address that. Jeremy Rutherford on the Vladimir Tarasenko trade discussions. That's on the way. Uh, we have a lot coming up. John Moselock has a busy day ahead of him. He's got Cards Cubs at 120 and then a baseball draft after that. And oh, by the way, his number one prospect starting from the Futures game today. Very cool. And he's taking the time to join us. So he'll be with us at I'll 1130. The Cardinals president of baseball operations is Matthew Liberatore starts today. Adam Wainwright starts today for the Cardinals, and you know it's a, b- a big day today for the Cardinals. I, mean, I think this is a must-win territory. I really do. I-, I thought that last night was. I think that today is, and I'm not saying that the Cardinals are going to go win the World Series or anything like that, but you just have to go into this all-star break feeling good about yourself. You hope that the Brewers lose another one, and you can go in seven and a half out And just try to figure out who you are. I mean, they're not sellers, I don't think. They're not buyers, I don't think, at least not yet. Mm -hmm. They're still sort of holding. They're holders. (laughs) They're just sort of sitting
4: around. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I just celebrated my 10th wedding anniversary. And it was 10 years ago that we went to Ireland in September with Ron Jacober. And this was one of the tours. And every morning he would get on the bus and update the Cardinals score. And this was in September. And we left for Ireland, and I think we are like eight and a half, nine games out or something. And so it's like, yeah, whatever, Ron. You know, thanks. Every day, Cardinals won last night. Cardinals won last night. Cardinals won last night. And look what happened. So, hey. I, I, you know, you can't rule it out.
3: Well, I mean, I've been burned before. Well, I haven't been burned before, but I would say people have been burned before. I, I'm trying to remember in 2011 if I ever said it's over, probably to myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever said it on the air, but I know everyone felt it. I, mean, I guarantee
4: I can, you Ron and I said it. I can tell you, <laughs> 10 and a half
3: out in August, and I went to um, I, I went to the Missouri Athletic Club, and we had the Knights of the Cauliflower Ear Dinner. And I looked at John Rooney and Mike Claiborne before we went out to interview the Cardinals. That It's a party that happens every mm-hmm. year that, that the Knights of the Cauliflower Year put on. They have this dinner, and they invite members and guests, and then they have Cardinals players in the crowd. And Tony LaRusse is there, and John Moselock's there, and ownership is there, and the players are there. And they just got swept by the Dodgers. And I looked at Claves mm-hmm. and John, and I'm like, what are we going to do? Yeah. I mean, we're going to go out there. They, they are. This is the lowest of the low. I mean, it is rock bottom at this point. And we go out there and interview the players, and this is 2011. And the players are, you know, kind of, hey, yeah, you know, we're going to do the best we can. And Tony the Russa is up there saying, you know, we, we, we're we giving it our best shot. And, you know, it's been tough. And John Moselock, you know, doesn't doesn't surrender or anything, but he's like, you know, we're just, you know, we're trying to finish out as best we can. Um, Yeah, they're trying to put on a happy face, but obviously they're feeling awful. I mean, they just got pummeled. And I go over to Wainwright and ask him, you know, what has this been like for you? I mean, you've been sitting out the whole time, Tommy John surgery, and you missed the entire season. How are you handling all this? And he said, well, you know, if I'm going to sit around and be a negative Nelly, that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> so I'm just trying to do the best I can to, to, to help these guys. And I still believe in these guys. And he said, so how far out are we? And I said, you know, 10 and a half. And he said, okay, so we're 10 and a half out. We got, he said 10, I think he said 10. I think they were 10 out in the division, 10 and a half, maybe he said, okay, so we're 10 out. We got six games left with the Brewers, right? said yeah and everyone's like yeah yeah and the crowds like yeah <laughs> he goes if we went all six then we're four out right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and he said you know if, if the Cardinals are four out in September I'm not sure I'm paraphrasing here but right. something along the lines of you know I'm not uh, I'm not so certain anyone's going to want to face us. something along those lines and the crowd's mm-hmm. like yeah 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 so he said I still believe in these guys he had the play so riled up. And it was almost like disbelief. Like, are the Cardinals really capable of doing something like that? But he had everybody in the room believing that at least there was a chance. And lo and behold, they put something together and they pull off a miracle. Now, the Braves also collapsed. But the Cardinals did make the playoffs also in 2006. They looked gone. I mean, they really did. I know they won the division, but they looked absolutely gone, but they got healthy at the right time and got hot. I guess the Mm -hmm. point is anything can happen and something should happen with the Cardinals. I still believe that they should have some change in dynamic. And I think they have to make a deal by the deadline. It does not have to be a top 10 prospect for a starting pitcher. I think a swap of some kind that can help another team bring in some pitching help. I mean, this team right now has two starters on the roster, Wainwright and Kim. Kim was excellent last night. Wainwright's going to be good today. You know he's going to give you at least the innings that you need, and he's going to throw strikes. Beyond that, they just don't have anybody, Brian, and and it is caught up to them. Now, you could sit here and say they should have done this, should have done that. They should have known that Miles Michaelis wasn't going to be ready to go. They should have known that – Austin Gomper was a big loss and they had to replace him. They couldn't have known that Jack Flaherty was going to get hurt. I mean, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Now you just have to go do something about it. And I still think the Cardinals are not finished. I think that if they win today and the Brewers were to lose, even if the Brewers win today, at least you win today, you win a series. And you go into this knowing you still have 10 games left against Milwaukee. You still have nine games left against Cincinnati. You still have a whole bunch against the Pirates, who at some point are going to realize that they're completely out of it. Uh, and you can you can take them down. And perhaps your offense can get uh, lit up, and they have started to show signs of life.
4: And you have some talent, offensive talent, that can come through. So, yeah, I mean, it's... It's not going to be easy. It's a day-by-day type of thing, but you're, it's a long way from being over. Yeah,
3: they what haven't have been very it? good. I mean, yeah. you know, let's be honest. I mean, this has not been a very good baseball team overall, uh, but they did show signs of life last night. That was a phenomenal mm-hmm. game last night. I mean, they yeah. they completely took the will out of the Cubs and just demolished them, and the Cubs are finished. I mean, the Cubs are tr- are going to be sellers here. They are starting to fall apart, and it's amazing that you're saying that about two teams that have identical records, mm-hmm. identical records, but the Cardinals just seem to be underachieving. And I know that they're injured, and their pitching staff has been hit very hard, but the lineup, you look at that lineup, it's not a bad lineup. Right. So they've got to figure it out and figure it out quickly. My Cardinals manager Mike is going to be with us in just about a minute or two here, and then John Mosellock at 1130. So That's we'll right. see what happens. Keep the faith. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. By the way, that Wimbledon men's final, they split the first two sets, 7-6. Berrettini won the first one. Djokovic won the second one, 6-4, and they're 1-1 one, one in the third set. 20th Grand Slam title is what Djokovic is going for. But I'll tell you, Matteo Berrettini's a star in the making, no doubt. He's a star now. Mike Schultz in one minute on KMOX.
2: Time to get the inside scoop on the Cardinals 2021 season with Redbirds manager, Mike Schilt. Welcome to the Mike Schilt Show, sponsored by Bath Fitter. It just fits your life, your style, your schedule on your voice of the Cardinals, KMOX.
3: Welcome to the show. The Cardinals manager is with us. It's 1016 on KMOX, the Mike Schilt Show. Good morning, Mike Schilt. How are you?
5: Good morning. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing
3: well. I am doing great. You are in Chicago, Wrigley Field, Cards-Cubs, nothing like it. 120 start, and these teams with identical records, these teams trying to make the climb in the NL Central, and two different ball games. Cardinals could not handle the Cubs in the first game after they kind of ran away with it a little bit later in the game. And yesterday it was all Cardinals, I mean they really uh took it to the Cubs yesterday a six nothing win. you had to have been happy with what you saw across the board yesterday, Mike
5: yeah, of course it was uh starts on the mound KK was fantastic uh supplemented him with with solid defense um, for the most part and um you know what swung the bats you know that obviously helps um you know scratched early got a run um. And then Goldie with the big monster uh, solo homer that left the ballpark. And you know, clearly Tommy. So guys? Morning. Uh, Tommy with the big two-run homer. And then Eddie in the same inning as the other two, hit another two-run homer to, to create some more distance. And then KK was, again, fantastic. And uh, the bullpen brought it home.
3: Yes, they did. The bullpen finished the job. They did indeed. Uh, KK, starting with him, as you mentioned, six scoreless innings, and he throws a number of pitches for strikes yesterday. Just seemed like he took advantage of a Cubs team that was, you know, they they do have some offensive weapons, and they love to swing that bat, and he had them off balance, didn't he? A really nice uh, combination with Yadier Molina.
5: Yeah, Yachty was great as always. Uh, Another milestone for him, which I'm sure we'll get to with his 10th all-star game. But KK um, was really terrific. Just pitched the ball well. And, um, you know, changeup was really good. And then, of course, his um, slider was great. And his fastball had some life to it. So it was a well-pitched game.
3: And you have Adam Wainwright going today. I know it's not been easy for this team. You've had a lot of injuries. You've had some depth issues there. You're just doing whatever you can to put a rotation together. And Wade LeBlanc started on Friday, KK yesterday, Wainwright today. And then we'll see how it looks after the break. And you mentioned the one constant that you have is the man behind the plate. And Yadier Molina is remarkable. I mean, he really is. He had another hit yesterday, 2064, tying... You know, Slaughter uh, on the Cardinals all-time list uh, as a Cardinal. He's only nine away from Pool as a Cardinal, which is remarkable. But then, as you mentioned, 10th All-Star selection. Oh, yeah, that ties Slaughter. And the only ones who've had more, Ken Boyer with 11, Ozzie Smith with 14, and Stan Musial with a staggering 24. Yachty is not going to participate, Mike, because of his foot. He wants to rest it, and I heard you Talking to Mike Claiborne before the game that you loved the uh team aspect of that decision from Yachty.
5: Yeah, I mean uh just decided to look he's had a he's had a really um great first half, well represented, um, being in the all star game past Albert um, and Mr. Shane Deast and Mr. Gibson um in all star appearances, which that's pretty rarefied air as well. Um, two Hall of Famers and a budding hall of Famer. So yeah, you know, he just decided to look at um beat up a little bit and I'm going to take the rest over the accolade um, and the experience and, and, uh, get ready for our team to go have a great second half. He
3: is, uh, is he behind the plate today? Have you released that lineup yet? I'm not sure that you have.
5: He is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and Wayne pitching, he Right pitching. You know, I mean, you have to,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, those two, they're just amazing. And, uh, he has, uh, he has some heart, he has some toughness. And I think probably, you know, when his career is all said and done, whenever that is, we'll probably find out, or maybe we won't, how many injuries he played through. You know, he I, I'm not sure how many, how much uh, he actually says about it. Uh, he, this is, you know, this is one of those instances where he did.
5: Yeah, you know what, um, I'm, with, I'm blessed to be with him every day, see him battle through. Watch some of the shots he takes during the game. Uh, reference point of having a lot of baseball and a lot of people take different shots and and play through it. Had a lot of tough guys. There's nobody tougher than Yachty. Um, and quite candidly, there's probably some things that even he's dealing with that that um, I or even the training staff don't know. He just keeps under wraps. But he just man, he just just keeps going and plays and you know and battles through it. Um, you know, super high pain tolerance and. You know, that's also equaled with the strong desire to play because think about it, there's a, there's a yin and yang to that. Um, you know, sometimes you just get to a point where, man, I don't, I've had enough, you know, beat up, but his passion and desire to compete for his team and play the game he loves overrides um, any pain he feels, which is saying something.
3: For sure. And you do have a good, capable guy there in Andrew Kisner. That's not, you know, not to say that Kisner isn't capable, he certainly is, but Yadier Molina just. Uh, keeps going and does great things for you and is clutch uh, at the plate too he's been able to deliver in key situations for you speaking of delivering I mean the offense did deliver yesterday you uh, touched on it that five run fifth inning Paul Goldschmidt hits one into orbit and then you also had home runs in the same inning from Tommy Edmund and Paul DeYoung it's not exactly the home runs although that's Great, uh, it's the consistency, isn't it, Mike? I mean, if you if you're taking consistent at bats over and over and over, uh, you're going to get things like that. You just look at this lineup. We talk about it all the time. You and I do. It it is a nice looking lineup day in day out.
5: It is, you know, but it's only as good as its production. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's um, you know, it's it's really good in concept. There's obviously capable people in it, um, but it's only as good as the as the result of it, um, and the result comes from the Byproduct of having the consistent bats that you alluded to, and look, you know, I'm not saying it's easy. Um, you know, like I've shared this. I do some national show once a week with um, MLB Radio, and, and I just ask them periodically when we start talking about offenses, and I said, you know, you talk to pretty much every manager in this league, league weekly. Um, how often do you bring up inconsistent offenses, and they just laugh and they're like, yeah, pretty much every week or every other week or. At some point, you know, in the last three weeks, we talked to virtually every manager about, you know, how how inconsistent their offense is. And, you know, we, we got a lot of reasons for it. Um, that's not the genesis of your question. But, um, you know, it just speaks to the fact that for whatever reason, and there are reasons that, you know, offenses are ins- inconsistent. Um, that being said, we got to figure out a way just to have the good, consistent quality at bat. We have a plan every night. Um, the plan can be harder to execute based on what the other guy's doing. Um, If he's painting with his pitches and he's executing, you know, it can be a challenge. But, you know, last night we had another clear plan, but the plan's only as good as his execution, and we were able to execute, didn't chase Davies around. It was clear from the first inning. Guys just weren't going to expand the zone, took their walks. Um, And, you know, you look up and he's at a higher pitch count, you know, in that fifth inning, and then Goldie pops him when he makes a mistake. And, and we get in that bullpen, and, and and then took advantage of getting in the bullpen with um, Eddie taking, you know, a good swing, and then you know, Paulie following Bader getting on with a good swing. So, um, you know, that's just the key to this thing. You know, for us, a big part of what we do, we win a lot of the the, the small battles in a, within a game, but we got to start consistently. That's what this game's about. The very thin margin game, probably thinner now than at any point in the history of baseball. You know, just. You know, having to win at every single turn, and that's what I love about it. And we've got to be more consistent with winning every single turn with our with our bats. And we've done a better job of that recently. Got more results. Sometimes they're not there, but you know, um, candidly, they're you know, it's hard to cash in all the time. But the approach has been there, and I've been pleased with that. Just got to be consistent to be able to grind through and have guys uh, consistently having bats one through nine. And including the pitcher, and, and, and see where it leads us.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, we all want those results. You want them. Fans want them. I want them. Everybody wants them. But you know, to your point, uh, you had Dylan Carlson and Nolan Arenado went over for 10 combined. I watched every pitch of that game. I mean, those guys had some competitive at-bats. I mean, uh, you know, Carlson's running the count full. Arenado's fouling off pitch after pitch. There's, to your point right there, there's two competitive guys right there. You, you know, nobody's... Saying that they can't get it done.
5: That's right. I mean, yeah, it's exactly a great example. I mean, Dylan competes his tail off. Nolan's battling, battling, battling. Those those that bats do have residual benefit because it does it's got wear guys down and, and helps create opportunities for other guys. But you know, they they <coughs> excuse me took really tough at bats and you know, Bias made a couple of nice plays on some guys um, on their, on Nolan and you know that's the game, but. Um, you know, you look at that game and you, and you took a, an objective view at it, which you are, and, and just watch the at bats. You say, man, those, those are good at bats. We'll take those at bats. It didn't work out. Um, but nonetheless, combined over for the game.
3: Right. Uh, Goldschmidt is warming up. We definitely know that. What about Matt Carpenter? Now, I, we have this little pregame feature. I did the pregame and postgame show yesterday. And in the pregame, we do this thing called the UMB player to bank on, and I picked Matt Carpenter as uh, my player to bank on, and somebody chirped at me and said, come on, you know, Matt Carpenter. And, and I said, well, I mean, I, I look at the numbers too. I mean, look at his numbers mm-hmm. against Zach Davies. Guy's hitting four sixty two. What does he do? He ropes one in the right uh, for a hit. Now, you also, you made a move there mid-game uh, and got Edmund in there, and Edmund hits one out, but that was also a, a lefty-righty thing. Uh, but going back to Carpenter, what are you seeing from him? Are, are you seeing him uh start to turn the corner uh has he turned the corner what What are you seeing out of matt
5: yeah we're seeing some really good at bats i mean you look over in in san francisco um big swing off quato um ball at the top of the wall to break open a t- uh, tireless game a scoreless game rather um you know for two runs and you know it was kk's game two and got the scoring going and um stayed in on the left you later in that series and, you know, hit a nice ball, line drive down the left field line. Um, you know, got his bunt hit. I don't know if people are excited about doing Carlson with a bunt hit. Um, you know, for all the people that email me and rightfully so mail me about bunting and what that looks like and use it more, I, I can promise you we've worked our tail off on it and finally starting to see it come into play with guys even getting a little more comfortable doing it in games, but... Nonetheless, Carp has been swinging about bat well. You know, good numbers against Davies yesterday. Um, good job doing your homework. We do ours um, and put a good stroke on it and um, got the scoring off uh, yesterday and got us going.
3: For sure. And, and I, I love the interaction with these fans, by the way. To me, it's like sitting at the bar, you know, having a beer and talking ball. That's all that is. And then after a while, the, the, the guy and I on social media start talking about something else about the team. You know, it's, the fans are completely engaged. Uh, what about uh, Tyler O'Neill? That has to be a huge benefit just to have his presence in there. And what a scary thing. I mean, my daughter has a tree nut allergy. So I understand uh, the concerns there and uh, to have him go through that. Um, has to be tough.
5: Yeah, so, I mean, obviously tough on him, you know. I mean, he uh, gets hit in the hand. I mean, one thing we talk about with our lineup is uh, consistency. Well, the fact of the matter is we basically have had the lineup that we were hoping to have pretty much every day out of spring training, uh, a small handful of games, you know, into the 80s now. We're in the games, and we probably had our, our full complement of guys that we expect to have. Um maybe less, definitely less than 10 games um, over the season. Uh, and Tyler's a big part of that and, you know, gets hit in the hand. in Colorado, so that creates, some, um, you know, he's down for a couple of days, carry him because we know it's only going to be a couple of days, but we play short. And you um, he's able to come back and, and get back into the fold and, you know, had something that didn't agree with him. And man, really was a, a pretty harrowing experience for him. And thankfully, we had our medical staff you know, he was here with them, and they did a tremendous job, as they do. And, but it cost him a couple games in the lineup. And, um, you know, we talk about those incremental ability to, to win baseball games. And when you don't have your pieces, it uh, can be more of a challenge. And, but we got him back in there the last couple of days, and, you know, he's taking some good swings, and clearly he's a presence in the lineup with 15 homers from the season.
3: Mike Schilt, the Cardinals manager, is with us. We're going to take a quick break. It's 10.30. We'll come back and have a little bit more from Wrigley Field in Chicago. He is great to join us, as always, on these Sunday mornings. Cardinals play at 12.25. I'll be over at Cardinals Nation inside Ballpark Village for that pregame. John Moselock's with us at 11.30. Mike Schilt is with us now. Quick break. Back with more right after this.
2: Welcome back to the Mike Schilt Show, sponsored by Bath Fitter. It just fits your life, your style, your schedule. On your voice of the Cardinals, KMOX.
1: Goldschmidt for the series. Three hits in six at-bats, a double, and two runs scored. Goldschmidt swings and hits it deep. Left field. It's long gone. And that one leaves Wrigley Field. Out on Waveland Avenue, a home run for Paul Goldschmidt, is 13th of the year, 2-0 Cardinals. The catcher, Contreras, tried to frame it, but he didn't have to. Here's Tommy swinging, hitting the ball deep, left field. That's a goner. A home run to the bleachers for Tommy Edmond, and a three-run inning in the fifth, nothing Cardinals. The fifth home run of the year for Tommy. From the stretch, the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball, center field, moving back on it. Hap, he's at the wall, and this one is gone. It's in the basket. A home run for Paul DeYoung. A two-run shot and a three-home run fifth inning for the Cardinals.
3: It can happen like that. The Cardinals score five in the fifth, and they win it six to nothing. Tom Ackerman with you. Cardinals manager Mike Schilt is with us live from Wrigley Field. Cardinals taking on the Cubs today, 120, going for a series win. Goldschmidt hit that ball a mile. Edmund, with his home run, was uh, no shorty. I mean, he hammered that thing. Uh, How would you classify that move? I mean, was that a common-sense move? Was that an aggressive move to get him in there for Carpenter in that situation, Mike?
5: Uh, that was more or less common sense. I mean, Tommy's really good against lefties. Um, right, uh, Morgan comes in; he's he's super tough on lefties. We're in the middle of the game, um, you know, so took a shot at it. You know, we, we're we're um, you know, you look at some of the teams that are built for, you know, every situation, looking to uh, you know, take advantage of a of a situation. You can't do it all the time, but you pick your spots and. You know, Tommy's good defensively, and, you know, he's good against lefties, and um just made sense.
3: And then for Paul E.D., uh, hitting a home run's a big deal for him. Back-to-back, 12 home runs for him, and you, know, you have a, b- a better eye than I do. I mean, I've watched a lot of baseball, but uh, just for me, his timing seemed off. He didn't seem like he was – the old Paul DeYoung and Edmundo Sosa got a start at shortstop. It's been fun to see his energy, but Paul comes back and gets the job done yesterday. And he's just a smart hitter. I heard him talking to Mike Claiborne after the game about, you know, noticing the pitcher shaking off a pitch. So he was waiting on something and he got it and hammered it over the wall, got into that basket, Mike.
5: Yeah. It's always smart guys. I mean, you know, this is a guy 30 homers for us two years ago, made an all-star club and, um, was the finalist for a gold glove. I mean, you know, this is a, a good player that, um, you know, just had a harder time getting consistently on track. At a, I felt like he was in a, you know, started the season in a good spot, um, gotten a little bit of a thunk, um got hurt, um, <laughs> left, came back, struggled picking back up, got going again, um, had another little setback, uh, and then now he's come back and and starting to get back into the groove and getting his rhythm going. So, you know, he's a good player that we're going to need to, to have um, production out of, but no more than he's capable. But uh, like the approach, again, it's no magic pill that you hit the ball the other way, everything falls into place. But this means if you're driving the ball the other way, things usually positively will happen. Get the ball out of the ballpark in uh, a pinch hit uh, on, on, on Friday. And then uh, drove one to – less center to more center yesterday. Um, just a good sign. is a big, strong kid. Just went a good stroke on the baseball.
3: Cardinals had two walks yesterday, and one of them was issued by Kim, the other by Gant in the top of the ninth. In between there, Cabrera and Gallegos with two scoreless frames. They pitched a lot, Mike, but uh, they looked pretty good yesterday. Cabrera, you know, just when uh, you think, gosh, he, you know, can he can he control it? Let's keep an eye on him. He hums one in there at 99 and then ends up getting a strikeout to end the frame at 98. I mean, Cabrera's still bringing some serious heat.
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, they actually neither one of them have pitched as much lately. Um, yep. You know, Gio hadn't pitched in four days, and Cavi had pitched once prior to the day before um, in five days. So
3: Yeah, I mean uh, just overall yeah. this season. Okay. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but you were, you were saying –
5: no, i just,
3: I was just making a point. Yeah, no, that's Sorry true. Too. No, and but Cabrera's been great, hasn't he? It's been wonderful. He has. Uh, Gallegos pitched the eighth and Gant the ninth, and the Cardinals win this game six to nothing. Uh, Adam Wainwright starts today, and then you take a break. Uh, how do you how do you spend the spend the break, Mike? Uh, you've got uh, some days here to to reset and get yourself ready to go for a second half of the season where. You, know, you could find yourself uh, with a win today feeling really good about yourself, some momentum.
5: Yeah, we'll be going to North Carolina for the break and I uh, just expect to get one today.
3: Uh, absolutely. Uh, the Cardinals and the Cubs this afternoon at 120 and then uh, an all-star game for Nolan Arenado and Alex Reyes. Let's talk about the two and, and what they've been able to do for you as they head into Colorado. First with Arenado, you got to feel really good for him. He feels, uh, seems like he just, is in a great environment. Of I know we talk a lot about him as a player, but as a teammate, um, I, I would want to be his teammate. I mean, he he is uh, really some something to be around. It appears.
5: Yeah, he's a he's a guy that uh, takes his game serious and works his tail off and competes his tail off and has a strong desire to compete. And and uh, you know, my hope is he's enjoying the atmosphere. You know, we take it serious here as well and. Try to um, make sure there's no stone unturned, which I feel like we accomplish pretty much every day, even though it may not show up at the end of the day, but um, uh, clearly an excellent player.
3: And what a story for Alex Reyes, and you've been a witness to it. Uh, what a story of perseverance to be able to come back time and again to get back to not only this level, but to close games and to do it at an all-star caliber level. That is, that is some story, Mike.
5: Yeah, the story's not over, but um, you know, uh, a lot of respect for Alex. He's fished extremely well, finally healthy, and um, getting to use his amazing talent that he's worked on for years.
3: It's been really something. Alex Reyes and Nolan Arenado are going to be appearing together in the All Star Game in Denver, Colorado. The Cardinals have a, a team right now, Mike that. Sits two games under 500. you You're a half out in the NL Central. Uh, There's going to be a lot of speculation here as you near the July 30th trade deadline as to what's going to happen. That is not necessarily in your control as the organization will make a a, a decision moving forward. But you and I have talked about this before. Um, How do you handle that this time of year? You you have your team, your guys. Um, How do you feel every year as you approach a trade
5: deadline, Mike? I I don't concern myself with it. Um, it's not my, part of my gig. Um, you know, I mean, if uh, I'm asked about something, I obviously give my opinion. I trust Mo completely, manage the club that we have, um, did it in 19, didn't make a move, declared that we were going to be just fine without making an additional move, and won our division and got to the NLCS. You know, last year made the playoffs and, and uh, had a lot of um, moving parts. And uh, this year, we'll... We'll take the best of what we have and make, you know, do absolutely what we can every day with it.
3: The Cardinals will be playing here in just a little bit, so we want to let you go so you can get back to work. But before we do, I wanted to ask you for your Dolan Memory Care Homes memorable play of the week. What would be your choice, Mike Schilt?
5: Yeah, a lot of good memories this week, a lot of, a lot of things that stood out, but I would probably say uh, Dylan Carlson's play in San Francisco to wrap it up to,
3: um, to seal a series win. Oh, it was a tremendous series win, and you were able to get two out of three, and this is how it sounded.
5: Justin Miller
1: with the sign from the stretch. The one-strike pitch with two outs. A swing and a fly ball. That's it. Well, to left field. Moving back, Carlson at the wall. He makes the catch! It's a Redbird winner! Carlson makes the catch. He's congratulated by Harrison Bader as the two run toward the infield.
3: As the Cardinals get that win, 6-5, to five, they win the series. They lost the third game of that series, but come back and they are in position in Chicago to win another series, and they could do that today against the Cubs with Adam Wainwright pitching for the Cardinals. And Mike, I know that a lot's happened already at Wrigley. I mean, you had, and I'm not going to have you go into it because we're going to go here, but um, you've had you know, the situation in the first inning where the game kind of flipped. I know you've talked about it uh, ad nauseum about the umpires, so we won't go into that, but you just never know. An adventure at Wrigley Field uh, seems like each and every day. Good luck today. And uh, let's see if you can finish this first portion of the season strong going into the break.
5: Look forward to it, Tom. Excited. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen really, but we're uh, ready to um, get after today with Wayne on the mound.
3: I appreciate you joining us very much. Thank you again, and good luck today.
5: Thanks, Tom. Have a blessed day. You
3: too. There is Mike Schilt, the Cardinals manager. The memorable play of the week sponsored by Dolan Memory Care Homes. If you have a loved one with dementia that needs a safe place to live, contact Dolan Memory Care Homes, where they have no more than 11 residents per household. Visit Dolan Care. Com. We'll come back and touch on some other things around Major League Baseball. 1046, the Mike Schilt Show, sports on a Sunday morning. Don't forget, John Mosella, Cardinals president of baseball operations, will be with us at 1130 on KMOX.
2: There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning.
1: And it's on gutter. Big fly
2: jensen a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off meyerjensen.com and the billikens win this one touchdown kansas city on america's sports voice kmox
3: Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday morning. Always a treat to visit with Cardinals manager Mike Schilt on KMOX. The Cardinals and the Cubs at 120 today. Don't forget, 1225 for the pregame as we wrap up things in this first portion of the season and hopefully strong for the Cardinals against this Chicago team The Cardinals will also have Matthew Libertor pitching today. Their top prospect is the starting pitcher for the National League in the Futures game. And that one will get going today at 2 o'clock. It can be seen on MLB Network. And then later tonight at 6, it's the first round of the MLB draft. That's also on MLB Network. And John Mozeliak, the Cardinals president of baseball operations, will be along with us at 1130 to touch on that. Liberator and the team and everything else, everything in between. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., that is a tough one. Uh, Atlanta's 5-4 win over the Marlins was costly as Acuna is done for the season, suffered a complete ACL tear in his right knee. He landed awkwardly on his right leg after jumping on the warning track in right field to try to catch a drive from Jazz Chisholm in the fifth inning, slammed into the outfield wall, crumbled on the warning track, immediately grabbed toward his right knee, and Chisholm sprinted out and inside the park home run, and then Acuna was carted off the field. He will undergo season-ending surgery. He had been slated to start in the outfield for the NL All-Star team. That was to be his third appearance That's tough. I mean, that is one of the best players in the game. Certainly is going to be a star for a long, long time. And I I hope that he has a great full recovery. And I know it's going to be difficult to come back, but uh, he'll do it. An ACL tear in his right knee for Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves. Justin Turner and Mookie Betts hit grand slams. And Albert Pujols had a home run. And A.J. Pollock had a home run. And then Pujols had another one. Uh, The uh, Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks 22-1 to last night. Uh, Cody Bellinger and Zach McKinstry also homered. The Dodgers matched a Los Angeles mark for runs. They scored 22 back in 2001 at Colorado. This was their highest scoring game ever at Dodger Stadium, which opened in 1962. Dodgers won for just the second time in their last six games. They scored in four different innings but they broke loose in a big way. Five runs in the first, four more in the second, seven runs in the seventh, six in the eighth, 22 runs marked the most allowed in a game by the Diamondbacks. Pujols, by the way, has 675 home runs. The big highlight in the American League was Yankees ace Garrett Cole. He struck out Jordan Alvarez with a 99-mile-an-hour fastball in his 129th pitch. That is ridiculous. As the Yankees beat the Astros 1-0, Aaron Judge was the difference. He hit a solo home run. Cole did the rest. He completed a three-hitter for his fifth career complete game and third shutout. And the AL West leading Astros, who entered this series, having been shut out just once all season, were blanked for a second straight game after losing 4-0 in the opener on Friday night. Meanwhile, the Cardinals lineup is out, and this is what manager Mike Schilt is going to deliver for today. It's pretty similar to what we've had. Dylan Carlson will lead off and play right field today. Paul Goldschmidt bats second place first. Nolan Arenado is the third baseman batting third. Tyler O'Neill is in left field. He's the cleanup hitter. Yadier Molina is behind the plate. He bats fifth. Tommy Edmond will bat sixth and play second base. Paul DeYoung is the shortstop, batting seventh. Harrison Bader is the center fielder. He bats eighth. And Adam Wainwright is the pitcher today for the Cardinals. He'll oppose Trevor Williams, right-hander for the Cubs, who line up like this. Jock Peterson plays left field and leads off. Chris Bryant will be at third base today, batting second. Anthony Rizzo, the first baseman, bats third. Javier Baez bats fourth. He's the shortstop. Jason Hayward's in right, batting fifth. Nico Horner is the second baseman, batting sixth. Ian Happ in center field, bats seventh. Robinson Chirinos will be the catcher today, batting eighth. And Trevor Williams batting ninth in pitching for the Cubs. He's three and two with a 5.51 ERA. Wainwright checks in with a 7-5 record, a 3.58 ERA. He's had a terrific season. Adam Wainwright, what a story this has been at the age of 39, continuing to deliver at uh, really an all-star clip. I mean, I'm not saying he should have been in the all-star game, but he has been the MVP of this team so far. I mean, where would they be without Adam Wainwright, for goodness sakes? In his last seven starts, 4-1 and one with a 2.74 ERA. And in that time, he has struck out 42 and walked only 12. <laughs> I mean, he's just having some season. Adam Wainwright's been great. He starts today at Wrigley. And the Cardinals will take on the Cubs this afternoon. Next hour, we will look into hockey and golf a bit. We're going to hear my conversations with Jeremy Rutherford and Dan Reardon. Nick Rigone will chime in on golf. He is helping out to spreading the word about the Ascension Charity Classic. Presented by Emerson at Norwood Hills Country Club. The first full week of September, the PGA Tour champions will be here. And in between there, we'll hear from a golfer. His name is John Mosella. He's pretty good at golf. He's also the Cardinals president of baseball operations. He joins us at 1130 right here. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX after the news.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.